everybody, and welcome back to the Terror Twins Podcast. This is your host, Dalton, and with me, as always, is my twin brother and co-host, Travis. What's up, everybody? So this week, we want to welcome you to episode number seven, Childhood Nostalgia. Yeah, and it's our fucking first episode of October, so... Fuck! Yeah! Made it! It's October, guys and gals. Uh, Birthday month, also. Birthday month, yes. Absolutely, it's our birthday month, so uh, I don't know what the fuck that means to you guys, but (laughs) to us, it's important. October 3rd. Your boys uh, hit the big old three two, so. Yeah. You know what they say: one year closer to death. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. That's gonna do great for my anxiety. I'm gonna think about that tonight. You are, aren't you? Probably. Probably. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I didn't say that to be a dick either. That sounded like me being an asshole, and I'm. I wasn't trying oh, to be an asshole. Oh, you were being an asshole. Maybe I was. That's how you're going to start off the episode, huh? It's just me being put, being a dick right me away? Me being a dick and putting me in a complete downer. A high of us celebrating fucking the glorious month of October to me just being a dick real fast and bringing it down. Fucking Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer and hit old bump on the log in it. Let's start talking about some fucking childhood nostalgic films to, to pull me out of the fucking muck. Let's bring you out of the slump just, that I just put you in. The muck that you just buried me in. The muck of fucking existential dread that you just put me in, you son of a bitch. Sorry. That was an asshole move. Regardless, I got something that's going to cheer you up. We're going to fucking jump into one of our not only just all-time favorite personalities, just one of our all-time favorite films of his. And if you don't know who the fuck Ernest is... I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you, but this week we're going to jump in first and talk about Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes, Ernest P. Worrell, portrayed by Rest in Power, Jim Varney. Yeah, fucking awesome. Really wish that Jim was still kicking. Uh, I would, would have been a pleasure to, to meet him. Absolutely. I'd like to think it would have been a pleasure to meet him. Yeah, I feel like it I feel like it would have. I, and definitely by now he probably would have definitely started uh, doing some of the, the convention circuits. For so. sure. I mean, who doesn't now? I yeah. Mean, Get everybody doing it. Yeah, I mean, when it when it comes to actors and actresses of uh, of cult horror and just cult films in general, you know, they, I, I feel like uh, Ernest Scared Stupid and Ernest films are fall into the category of cult films because yeah, they have like absolutely. a cult following of a, a you definitely know, a group of people. There's definitely you either fucking love Ernest or you fucking just don't like it. And we love him. Yeah, we fucking love the we guy. Big fans of their of Ernest P. Worrell for sure. Yeah, and this film came out in '91, which is also a fucking fantastic fucking year for films. Yeah, and it came out fucking in October, October yeah. 11th, 1991. So, damn, it should have came out on the third. That would have been tight. It would have been like a match made in horror heaven. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, this movie fucking delivers on. The, the the comedy is fucking just uh, yeah you, a, a boatload. Yeah, you you get all the comedy that you you've uh, if if you're a fan of the uh, Ernest films and you've watched them, you get all the comedy that you come to expect with a with an Ernest P. Worrell film. You uh you you get uh, rubbery faced <laughs> Ernest. Yeah, that that dude has the most elastic fucking just skin that you could just probably fucking take his cheeks and wrap it around the he's back got, of his fucking head he's got stretch armstrong face yeah you know who could play Ernest now if they did this though it would be john cena you know he would he would have to i mean he slimmed down he a got lot to slim anyway. down a lot he, had to slim he down. did slim down a lot but he'd have to he'd have to like i mean granted when sometimes you know you get a scene of Ernest like i don't know like trying to like 
muscle something over. He definitely wasn't fucking. You checking out Ernest Arms? I am. I I got a little thing for you fucking. Checking out the Warl body. I got got a thing for that Warl body. Mm, them Warls, they're mm. fucking dreamy. I'd like to think that you know his dong is magnetic, and I'm like a fucking gel cell flying at him. Was <laughs> <laughs> a little Ernest goes to gel? Uh, yeah. Uh, Easter egg right there. A in Easter the episode. egg there for you. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, I you know once again I'm just saying he he doesn't look. Not buff when he's fucking. No, he doesn't look scrawny. He's not fucking super scrawny, that's for sure. But he's not John Cena buff. No, he's not John Cena yeah. buff. So, but I mean, I, I, why do you you just like the the, the overall look of his face? I think, kinda, yeah, the, the he kind of similarity. Well, I think even he, him himself has has made a joke that he uh, that he kind of looks like Ernest now. Like as he's as he's getting <laughs> older, like he's he's kind of got like he he looks like fucking Ernest. Like I like if he were to dress up like Ernest, let's say for Halloween, I think he'd break a portion of the internet. For yeah, sure, absolutely. I, I think. So this movie it, it follows Ernest P. Worrell working in in, uh, in in a fucking small little town in Missouri, and he um he's the he's like the garbage man. Yeah, he is the garbage man. He's not like he's he's, he's the, the fucking garbage, garbage man. This town and he, his job is obviously go pick up all the fucking garbage. And Ernest, being the friendly character that he is, he's uh he's friends with uh, most of the local uh, children because I mean if you're a child, what's not to like about fucking goofy uh over-the-top rubbery-faced Ernest. you know yeah absolutely and i mean i feel like there's that the whole you know garbage man fucking kind of like waving to the kid kind of vibe you know what i mean like sure. i feel kids like, like garbage they do man. yeah they, they do. fucking kids, love kids will watch movies of garbage i, man. I feel like both of our sons went through a phase where they fucking loved yeah fucking garbage trucks yeah they did. that was I, a fucking jam i would sit there and watch fucking garbage truck videos on youtube that's a fucking thing there's tons of them if you're into that, if you want to fuck, maybe you fucking you get off by watching garbage trucks. If if you're looking for some <laughs> some garbage trucks to to wank it maybe, to, maybe that's your bag. YouTube's got yeah, you covered. Yeah, I, honestly, if, you, if you're trying to fucking hit like a couple million views on YouTube to get paid by YouTube, go Throw up and a, just start fucking filming your fuck. garbage truck. Yeah, film your garbage truck that comes up your garbage. There's gonna be like fucking four and five year olds that just want to sit there and watch that garbage truck <laughs> dump garbage all day. It's fucking wild. Like I don't I don't understand. <laughs> it's neither here nor there so Ernest uh, he, he lives in this small Missouri town and his relatives have lived there for, for generations for like uh, for like hundreds of years yeah and 200 years prior to where we are at right now in the story at the beginning of the film um, his uh, his uh, descendant uh, Phineas Phineas yeah <laughs> his relative uh uh, Phineas from many many years uh, before him uh, caught and 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 trapped Trantor the troll mm-hmm. who's our who's the lead troll in the film and he's a fucking really cool looking monster Trant- oh yeah it's uh the Chiado brothers they um they did the effects for this film they they repurposed some of the killer clowns from outer space uh, yeah uh, fucking molds and just repainted them up and stuff and not for all of the trolls but for for a select few you'll see a few in there that you're like Wait a minute. It looks like a killer clown from outer space. Wait a minute here. So they they catch and they they trap Trantor and, and they confine him to this this grave underneath this tree, and not just they just netted him. <laughs> yeah, they netted him. Yeah, they netted, they netted him. And, and so I want to catch them. We need a net gun. We do need a net gun. I want to fucking net gun somebody. Well, if we get a net gun, we're net gunning our children. That's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's the first thing I'm doing is net gunning one of. I feel like Darby and Aiden would have the. The most vicious reaction of they'd getting be like, netted. No, God, get on no, fuck, no, <laughs> they'd, no. They'd panic so hard if they got netted. So we dress up like safaris, <laughs> like so we dress up like we like fucking 
safari hunters or whatever. I don't know, man. I don't, you what's, don't even know what you're talking about right now. I just pictured myself in like a Steve Irwin style get Go up. take another bong rib. I might. Stony McStoney. <laughs> Stony Baloney. The old Stony Baloney over there. So Ernest, uh, he's still living in this town and his, 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 um, his uh, relatives that were around many, 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 many years before him, they caught Trantor and they buried him under this, under this tree and told him he'd be doomed there until a warrel placed their hand upon that said tree and said, Ye are called the fourth Trantor. <laughs> and sure enough, what do you fucking know? What are the odds? What are the odds that Ernest gets himself in a pickle this time? Probably the same like every movie. He's always getting himself in a pickle. <laughs> oh boy. So he's sent out to go um, to go pick up trash from uh, old lady Hackmore. To basically clean up her fucking, not even just, well, yeah, it's trash, but to clean up her whole fucking property. Yeah, it's, it's an eyesore for the community, and it, it, she's it, she's played by uh, Eartha Kitt. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Eartha Kitt does a fucking fantastic job as uh, <laughs> as Old Lady Hackmore. Yeah, I really, I, I, that was a fucking fantastic choice. Yeah, it's great casting. Yeah. Great casting, for sure. And Her voice fits that character, what you would imagine her sounding like, mm-hmm. to a T. Absolutely, absolutely, 110%. So he goes out there, and that's how he meets old lady Hackmore, and she knows about the uh, about the curse of the Warrels with Trantor. So she she, she could tell right away. She didn't want him around. Yeah, she wanted him off off of her land. So Ernest ends up um, taking the, uh, the three of the, the the kids that he's friends with out to this uh, out to look for what he what he's saying they need is the high ground mm-hmm. because they're getting bullied by the uh, what what's the the bullies name? They're fucking. Um, they don't, fuck, why am I having a brain fart now? It's uh, the Mur- Murdochs. The yeah, the Murdochs. Murdochs. The Murdochs are, are bullying them. That's their last name. I don't remember their fucking first names. I don't remember their first names. <laughs> I just know that they, they're always like, the Mur- it's the Murdochs. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't remember their first names either. But um, they, they, uh, he, he, he tells, um, uh, what's the fucking, Kenny? Is Kenny the, the... Kenny's the main kid. Kenny's the main kid. So yeah. he's talking to Kenny. He's mostly friends with Kenny. Kenny's like the one who hangs around with Ernest. Like he, You can tell he looks up to Ernest. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> He uh he's hanging out with Kenny and he go, Ernest breaks off into one of his uh his famous multi-character <laughs> multi-personality where he's like the fucking Boswanian fucking lumberjack he's fucking the old lady there which ain't is, no wood her there ain't no lumberjacks in Boswanian I know. I know I am one I just be a lumberjack there ain't no ain't no trees Boswanian he um he comes out as dad he comes out as the Spartan the he's, old lady he's a fucking Hun he's one of the Huns he's, yeah, uh, yeah the Ottomans the Ottomans yeah. 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 Let's wear the Ottomans. <laughs> he comes out as a, a cowboy, a, the old lady, like I said, and he comes yeah. out as that, that like that a, ditzy, ditzy, that ditzy like hair, like hairdresser, like designer, like you smell fish. You smell fish. Fucking it, that whole scene is fucking comical. It's cla- it's classic Ernest, um, but he's basically telling like, hey, I know what you need. You know, like you need the high ground, and so he takes them out to find a, a tree, the perfect tree to build a clubhouse. To keep, let them have the high ground and the advantage against their bullies, and he, they find this tree, and this tree is just like the most like stereotypical spooky looking tree. Yeah, they have to go inside this fucking like it looks like a cave. It's a fucking. It's made it look like it's made of just like hang down vines. Like yeah, it's like some weird fucking like like sectioned off part of the forest that looks all fucking old and spooky. So they go through there and they find this tree, and it happens to be the tree that Trantor is uh is buried underneath. Conveniently. Conveniently, and this treehouse that these kids make is fucking just badass. It's yeah, it's it's almost like uh, like Kevin McAllister fucking put together with this treehouse. <laughs> like he's 
It's just, it's got all the fucking bells and whistles. That, it's got that, food shooting guns. Yeah, food shooting guns. It's got fucking parachute fucking boot thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's fucking. It's, it's classic Ernest style building though too. Like it is. It's because Ernest always had that like in all the movies like his house and stuff. If it shows it, he's like, got Pee Wee Herman vibe. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman vibe for sure. That's, that's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's got all kinds of like like fucking gadgets and shit all the time. Like it's over the top shit. Yeah, his best though is in fucking Ernest goes to jail. All of his fucking. Oh, at his house. At his house, yeah. His house is total fucking. <laughs> uh, it's, it's total fucking uh, Goonies house. Yeah. Dude. Fucking, uh, it's, it's total uh, Bran and uh, Mikey's house mm-hmm. from Goonies. It's it's absolutely set up like that in the front, like well, Pee Wee's house too. Yeah. Exactly. So, he um he, he they're they're there and he's talking he's talking to the kids about the tree too and they're like they're they're they're, they're bringing up the story and he's like, when a whirl <laughs> places his hand <laughs> on a tree. Like this, and then he fucking says it, and he brings back Trantor, and Trantor comes out, and he's basically capturing all the kids like he was. Yeah, he gets Joey first. He gets Joey first. Yes, he fucking he 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 makes it sound like it's uh like it's it's Ernest pick, mm-hmm. like lending him a hand to, to pull him up out of this fucking uh, trench that he just fell into. Gets Joey first, turns him into stone, and he's got to collect. What is it? It's it's five. It's, it's five. It's yeah, five kids. He's got to collect their souls, and they turn into little wooden figures. And he puts them into the tree, and there's like these pods that are the main reason why I hate Brussels sprouts. Because as a kid, <laughs> these pods that are hanging up in this tree, they look like fucking Brussels sprouts, and they they're all gooey and just gross looking. And then they, when they finally when he finally puts the fucking final one, and they, they, they obviously they start falling down and they sink into the dirt, and all these fucking trolls yeah. start the trolls out. in there too. Like like I said, you know, obviously we know that some of them look like fucking a little bit of uh, rehashed. Killer clowns, clowns, but yeah. I mean that aside, I mean those look rad too. But that aside, the yeah. rest of them fucking all fucking dope ass, like genuine pra- looks. They're all practical. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're fucking shadow brothers, man. Yeah, super like, dope. dope. Uh, about going back to the fucking treehouse, just the scene of them fucking launching all the fucking food at the uh, Murdochs. When, when the Murdochs, the Murdochs, they they make their way over there. They find their new treehouse and they um think they're gonna <laughs> destroy that shit. They think they're gonna destroy destroy it, and literally they know that they've got fucking. McAllister fucking home security set up in their yeah. uh, in their treehouse. About to get a fucking plethora of dog food and fucking pizza, canned beans, pizzas. pizzas. Those pizzas, uh, they were re- reused fucking uh, pizzas from used prop from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part Two: Secret of the Ooze. That's awesome. That's so a, that, that's fucking a pretty cool little uh, tidbit, you know. If you're if you're a turtle fan, that's a geek out on that one. I, yeah, we're we're both turtle fans, so that's kind of like a, a merging of two awesome universes, worlds. right there. Yeah, yeah, co- coming together as one. If that's a pretty cool tidbit of uh, behind the scenes facts. You the just, more, the more you know. I learned something new today. The more you know, they, they use pizzas from the Ninja Turtles Part Two. Surprised there was any left. Most fuckers didn't just eat it, prop it, prop or anything. <laughs> pizzas, man. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's that's a whole other fucking ball game, right yeah. there, the Turtles. Whole other bag. Whole new ball game. It's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new ball game. It's going back to Tremors. Flash back to that Tremors episode. It's a whole new ball game. It's a whole new ball game. <laughs> yeah, but this movie's fucking great. Yeah, and once the pods start fucking falling off the fucking trees, just that whole entire. Montage and scene of all the fucking uh, the trolls fighting the town. Yeah, the fighting the whole town. So the, the town, the, the town is uh, noticing that there's kids being missing, right? And Ernest has been trying to tell them all along, like, hey, it, it's it's a troll, it's a troll. But the sheriff doesn't want to listen. The sheriff is actually, um, it's fucking uh, homeboy's dad. It's fucking uh, yeah, man, I shouldn't have smoked weed. 
Don't smoke weed, kids. You won't be able to remember stuff. It's Kenny's dad. Yeah, Kenny's dad is 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 the sheriff, and uh, even Kenny, I think, at one point thinks you know, like, damn, Ernest, like you're you're being enough's like, enough, bro. Yeah, give give it a rest. So Ernest is the only one that knows that Trantor is actually out there because he's already had scuffles with Trantor. Yeah, he's come across him, and he's going trying to go around the town and tell everybody like trolls, trolls, trolls. He comes across his, his the two buddies that he knows. Fucking Ernest Staples, too. Er, yeah, Ernest Film Staples. Yeah, the brothers of Bobby Tulip and Tom Tulip, uh, played by uh, Bill uh, Bridge and, uh, and and John Cadenhead. They, they, they Those are, guys are some fucking characters, they by are, the way. And they are, they, and they come out in multiple Ernest films, and they're, they're always a, a joy to see in these Ernest films. In this movie, they are brothers that are like basically like uh, entrepreneurs, if you would. Like They're always trying to make money, always... Always trying to find some way, like some sort of like pyramid scheme to make money, and Ernest falls <laughs> uh, into one of theirs where they um, they're they're basically selling them all this like faulty, bogus, made up fucking troll hunting gear and like <laughs> troll spray and all kind. Of, the tab that comes out at the end of that is is fucking something astronomical. Yeah. It's like a thousand, like a couple thousand or something like that, or a thousand something. It's some fucking large money amount where you're like, what the fuck? You can't swindle. And he's like, does that come with the, uh, with it's like some like record of like or like uh, troll lovemaking songs or something? <laughs> and they're like, and he, he says something like, there's a baby. I forget. They always have some like witty fucking things that they say. Some random ass fucking like, like catchphrase saying, or yeah. something that they that they that's the a bear shit in the woods like, shit like something that, like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent like that. Um, so he ends up getting all that shit and he goes out and he's trying to catch the troll himself. Uh, Eartha Kitt's character, Old Lady Hackmore, is telling him, you know, like you're you have to go out and. You let him go now. You you have to uh, you have to hunt him down, yeah. right? So they both know Ernest. That and, that montage right there too of him getting all fucking geared up. <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> his fucking his gun that he makes has got it's like got like fucking uh, paint rollers and shit like to <laughs> to it when it's all like crudely put together. It's classic Ernest. It's fucking funny. You get so much uh, scenes of when Ernest is trying to hunt the troll, he ends up putting himself in all these traps. Yeah. Like, the, for instance, the... Uh, the, the, bear, the bear trap. Yeah, the, the, the massive fucking bear <laughs> trap he gets caught in. Um, he gets fucking caught. He fucking gets stuck in the fucking... Uh, uh, well, that's earlier in the that's movie. That's earlier on in the movie. He also garbage gets, truck. gets stuck in his own garbage truck, and he's got to throw this baby head in the fucking thing. Oh, no, no, not me. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to <laughs> He throws the fucking baby head in there to fucking... To, to get him out, so he doesn't get crushed. Well, he does get crushed. He gets crushed. He gets bailed out, <laughs> and he falls out, and he's in, he's stuck to the bell of fucking trash. Super classic funny. Ernest smush face too. Yeah, classic Ernest. Um, so Ernest is going around the entire time trying to capture this troll. He ends up hot on the trail of it, uh, and he um, he stops to get a snack. He's got to get a snack to to uh, <laughs> to to, um, to feel like to have to to, to have uh, nutrients to stay up all night to hunt this troll. And he ends up going to this truck stop, and what the guy, I think the guy's name is like Jimmy, is the guy that fucking. Yeah. Uh, so he's in there, and he, he gets this fucking chocolate brownie that looks fucking delicious as fuck. I told you, I'm. No, but fuck you. See, when you brought it up, the fucking I forget what episode that was. You brought it up, and you brought it up, and you were like the sandwich in this fuck in, in um in in what was it uh, in the the lost treasure of the lost lamp Ducktales movie yeah you were like oh the 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 sandwich in there looks 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 fucking looks I amazing. said the cake too the cake from Matilda yes but that cake looked fucking gross dude the cake I'm had, just saying the uh, cake you, had right snot. now you just you just said something yes because taste. what I said is is a fucking brownie that's an actual <laughs> legit chocolate cake looking brownie that's still wrapped in the plastic nobody no snotty ass fucking old lady fucking made this you don't fucking know that cake. man 
Man. And, and no fucking... And it's not a cartoon sandwich that I couldn't actually physically fucking eat, like a Krabby Patty or something looking bomb or something. You know what? It could have been fucking shitty and snotty prior to going in that wrapper. You know, you know you're full of shit. It was not. All he right. gets that and he gets chocolate milk, right? And it both look fucking fantastic. As a kid, I was always like, man, that... That combo? That combo looks fucking delicious. I want it. So Trantor ends up following him into there. And Jimmy, the, the clerk, sees Trantor behind him. And he pulls out his fucking rifle. And it's going to fucking blast fucking... It's going to blast Trantor. And he, he's like all afraid. And like <laughs> Ernest is trying to figure out what's wrong. He thinks he's playing charades. And he pulls out the gun. And he's like, dang, Jimmy, you, you're going to play for keeps. <laughs> <laughs> it's just super fucking funny. So fast forward past all this after Trantor's been going around. And he's been terrorizing the kids and, and capturing them. He's almost got enough... He's almost, he needs one more to catch to fucking to to, to bring his his army of trolls to, to take over um, this small town and basically after that the world mm-hmm. and he um they they're at the, the school Halloween festival which is another thing that makes this film so fucking great is the fact that it takes place during Halloween time so it's quintessential October viewing mm-hmm. it's quintessential even if you're not uh, into like kid friendly horror that much per se. It's 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 still it's quintessential fucking yeah and I don't understand that shit either when people when people are horror fans like it's too kid horror it's like fuck you dude were you not a kid once this yeah kid, no this no, no, no think about the fucking whole premise of this film you know what I mean it's a fucking troll stealing someone's like little kids souls like yeah and turning them into little, into little wooden yeah like how, that that alone's fucking if you, you break that down you know what I mean let's say this wasn't an earnest film and someone brought that idea to a fucking producer or film company or fucking whatever the fuck it may be. That's going to sound petrifying, even written down on paper, you know? So It would, it would suck, for sure. It, it would suck. suck? Like, no, I'm saying it would suck to be in that situation. Not, yeah, oh, no, I was like, sucked, it would suck. I'm like, what the fuck? No, it would suck to be in that situation. I like, gave this, this fucking speech and spill about it, and you're like, yeah, it would fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that would fucking suck. Yeah, that would just fucking blow. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Father's there. Yeah, whatever, that would suck. Anyways, back to Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> which is essentially the same plot you were just talking about, which is actually good and not your shitty story. <laughs> um... So they're at this. They're at the um, the, the Halloween uh, school uh, dance, dance. Or whatever, or, or event, whatever. And uh, you get a really touching scene outside of this kid um, throwing a fit about not wanting to uh, to be um, like dressed like how like in the costume, mm-hmm. right? And then he you know storms off, and then he, he comes back, and he's real. He's like, "I'm sorry, mom." And they go in and stuff. And I think that's when Eartha Kit figures out. What it, what it's what gonna, it's take. gonna take to to kill Trantor? That's the moment in the film where where where, where she figures it out. Now in the in there, Trantor makes his way into the, into the uh, the Halloween costume thing, and they think that it's just some kid in a fucking rocking a badass rocking fucking the suit, most, the dopest costume out of any of those. <laughs> just came and shit on all their costumes. He ends up uh, he ends up uh, turning one of the Hackmores into a fucking into a fucking stone. Yeah, they had that one coming. Uh, it was the older brother. And Ernest break is there, like comes in and like has a fucking tussle with uh, with with Trantor, and he ends up getting covered in milk, mm-hmm. and that's when he realizes, oh shit, like milk, uh, the 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 fucking the uh, the the trolls are fucking are the, the the trolls afraid of milk, milk. which he thinks is miak, yeah, <laughs> authentic Bulgarian miak, but jinx, you, double uh, jinx, triple jinx, <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking talk, <laughs> so. The, the, the Trantor crashes the the, the Halloween event. Uh, everybody's now aware of fuck. There's this fucking troll. Ernest was right all along. Ernest takes they Ernest uh, takes them to where the uh, where the trolls at. He tells them right. Mm-hmm. And by that time, 
Well, he's um, telling them because already the kids already fucking bounced. Yeah, the kids bounced already. The, the kid, kids fucking take shit into fucking yeah, they command. Yeah, go, they go back to that same uh, convenience store, raid it for milk. Fuck it, we're still in the milk dog. <laughs> we don't have time to buy this shit. They, they, they steal the milk. It's a it's a classic. Um, it's got a classic 80s. I know this movie film came out in 91, but it, plenty of 80s bled over into the early 90s. It's got that classic, like, kids going out on a mission on their bikes. Yeah, fucking, that, like it's, that it's, Goonie style or, like, exactly, Lost Boys fucking going exactly. to fill up fucking... Holy water, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. 100% has that feel to it. And it's a fucking cool scene. They're going to fill up all their guns and their squirt guns with milk instead of holy water, like, mm-hmm. like in Lost Boys. Yeah. So they go out to fucking to fight these, uh, fight the troll. And he finally gets enough stone. He puts the last uh, wood um, figure. figure in there. And all of his, uh, all the trolls start falling, all the, the fucking Brussels sprout things start falling to the ground. Yeah. The trolls come up out of the ground and the townspeople are there to fight them. And the trolls are fighting all the townspeople. Ernest ends up getting uh, the, the kids are there and they're, they're squirting. The kids are doing the most damage. They're they're killing the trolls with the with the, with the milk. And then the the, the, the grown- well, I thought the grownups got there first. And the that's, that's what it was, yeah, yeah. The grownups yeah. get there first, and then and the kids the kids show up to with, save their with, fucking asses with, because with remember yes. Ernest is there fucking he's yeah. He, uh, Fighting Trantor. Fighting, fighting Trantor, and he gets fucking... Uh, yeah, Trant- it doesn't work. Trantor uh, fucking gets... Uh, he morphs into fucking... Uh, yeah, but he also gets rim shot, remember? He does get rim, rim- shot, yeah. does he, get, he gets rim shot at the dance, though, I believe. Yes, yes is he it? does get rim shot at the dance. Yes, yeah. he does, and it sucks because rim shot is fucking... That's fantastic. Ernest's dog, and rim shot's fucking also another fucking... Integral character. Integral character. In, in, the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the Ernest uh, series, though, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, now... Back to the, to the scene, um, the, 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 fan, the the adults are fighting the the, the, the trolls and then losing terribly. They're losing terribly. The kids show up to save the day. They start using the milks. A lot of the trolls are um, are starting to die off now. Trantor gets uh, is gets wounded and he's down back underneath the tree and he starts calling forth all of his all of the, the like summoning stuff from hell basically. And he um, he morphs into like mega Trantor. Yeah, fucking super shredders out. Yeah, super shredders out. Comes up out of the ground. Has to fight Ernest. And Ernest has this final showdown with Trantor, and nothing's working. And then he looks at old lady Hackmore, and he he starts figuring out like mother's a mother's unconditional love is what's gonna kill <laughs> Trantor. So it turns into this fucking hilarious scene of him saying. Come here, and he, fucking, he, he picks up Trantor and is like dancing around with Trantor, kissing. He gives it. a kiss him, yeah. and when he kisses Trantor, that's when Trantor gives him the ultimate respect. Him, it pulls away, and there's all kinds of goo and shit. It's fucking. If you guys haven't seen the Brother Solomon? It's a comedy film. Yeah, fucking check that shit out. Yeah, it's, with it's, Will Will Arnett and fucking uh, was it Will, Will Forte? Will Forte? Yeah, yeah. The duo of them is always good. Fucking fantastic. There's a, a scene where it's called. He does the ultimate respect. Yeah, they call it that. He kisses the fucking the chick that he's going on a, a fucking blind date with. Goes to pick pick her up, and the dad answers the door, or she answers, and then the dad comes up and he he goes to introduce him. Dad goes in for a handshake, and he grabs he grabs him and fucking pulls him in and fucking kisses him. And when he pulls away, there's this long string of spit just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's essentially what happens with Ernest when he kisses Trantor, because Trantor's all snotty and gooey. He's a troll, obviously, and it pulls away. Ipso facto, he kisses Trantor. Trantor explodes. The trolls are gone. The town is saved. Ernest saved the day. All the kids that Trantor took from back in the day when Eartha Kitt's character, Lady Hackmore, was a child. Yeah, her kids. Yeah. Those are her kids or sisters? Sisters and like friends. Like they, yeah. they know her. Yeah. Um, they come They come out and she's basically obviously going to take care of them now. And all the townsfolk, they're, they're, they get their kids back and 
there's no, there's nothing in that tree for Ernest. I know that part fucking bums me out. Yeah, every even time. at a at a kid at a at a kid's age, you know, watching that fucking just feeling heartbroken. It's relatable, you know what I mean? That's your fucking, it's your 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 pet, your animal, or something. Anything that you fucking care about and it gets taken away from you. Exactly. But specifically, you know, if, if you've had a fucking an at pet or whatever that you're that fucking attached to, you, no one wants that to go away, and it's very it's very tear jerking to. to to see that old Ernest there doesn't have nothing in that tree. And then, lo and behold, out comes Rimshot. Everything's fucking gravy. Yep, and the movie ends with Rimshot giving him a uh, a, a smothering of kisses. Yeah. And that's something we, we both love. We love our dogs. Fuck dog. yeah. I, we love our dogs. We're typical uh, typical white folk. We like to make <laughs> out with our dogs. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know why that's considered that. Why is it that? a stereotype for white people that, that, I don't know. that we like to make? Uh, do we? Do we? I think I, we do. I can vouch for us. But, we do. Yeah. We do. I don't know if others do. I, I mean, I, I, I the other white folk like to make out with their cousins. So <laughs> why, why not the dogs? Hell, you guys kiss your cousins. You can go over there and make out with your old puppy there, bloodhound over there. <laughs> so, overall, guys, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid is quintessential Halloween viewing. It's quintessential October viewing. If you got kiddos, it's a great way to introduce them into the horror uh, genre. Um, I showed it to my kids. My brother Don showed it to his kids, and they've they've all we've, they've all of our kids have dug it. And yeah, it's it's very something very easy that uh, Ernest just had that that fucking just hue that aura around him that kids fucking it's hard to it's like a fucking you know most people it's are an irresistible character for, yeah. for for kids and even even anybody that's like still a kid at heart like he's just a just a good guy on screen like he's just a lovable soul on screen you know yeah so moving on now. And, and and I think that you'll uh, you'll agree with me too that this is another uh, quintessential um, October viewing film. Fuck yes, and it's quintessential childhood horror uh, film for us uh, in particular, but also for many 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 horror fans that that um that that grew up in the uh, in, in in as as a child in the uh, late eighties or even early nineties, and that film is 1987's The Monster Squad. Fucking, mwah. that gets fucking all the chef kisses all right the there. All the fucking chef kiss in the world goes to Monster Squad. It's it's a it's a fucking it's a fantastic film. Um, it's it's basically essentially uh, if 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 uh, the Goonies were a horror film. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's 100%. total. It's total, nail on the head. Yeah, it's total. It's it's totally got that going on for it, and it's uh, it, it's uh, it's such a feel good film, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of those movies that you can throw on if you're having a bad day, and it just. Uh, for I mean, for us, I, mean, I know for me, I know for you too. It, it um it puts us in a, a better mood than we were before. Yeah, hundred percent. We're a better person after we watch the Monster Squad. I'm a lot nicer. Now the the film follows friends Sean, uh, Rudy, Patrick, Horace, and uh, Eugene. Horace, the man. Yeah, Horace is the fucking and man. Rudy. Yeah. Those are my two favorite characters. <laughs> that aren't that aren't fucking monsters. Yeah, for sure. And it also follows uh, uh, Sean's uh, sister too, uh, Phoebe. She's Phoebe not, the Phoebe. She's not technically a part of the Monster Squad. You can tell she wants to be. It's because Sean's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's such a lovable character too. She's just like such. She's such a like a cute little girl. Like she's just such a such a sweetheart. Like, yeah, you, you can't. And tell Sean it. had to be a fucking dick. I mean, he's, he's a typical typical older brother though. Yeah, say like you, you can't knock him forward. He's just doing whatever what other fucking you know older brothers do. So so it, it follows them. Uh, they are the monster squad. They have this uh, this club that they do after school, and they even do it uh, during school hours. Yeah, as they're doing in uh, in, in their teacher's classroom. Um, 
what's the tea? Do you remember the teacher's name? Uh, I don't. I, I can't just remember. Know she, I just know that they I, said that she looks like she has, she has eyes cat. like a cat. Yeah, she has eyes like a cat, and they they get in tr- that's the they they get in trouble for drawing pictures of uh, monsters in in her classroom. And uh, the cute, principal's fucking the principal is fucking pretty funny. Yeah, because he digs. I dig yeah. it, man. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a big Mo- kid because monsters I'm, aren't real. Science, science is real. And maybe I'm just a big kid because you know what? I, I think, think science, science is cool. cool. I dig it, man. <laughs> Jinx. Fuck. Got you, fucker. Don't you talk. <laughs> I'm still going to talk. I'll take the hits. <laughs> oh, mommy. <laughs> mommy. Uh, is this payback for when I stabbed you in the leg? It is payback for when you stabbed me in the leg. We'll talk about that on a different episode. But it definitely. No, you know what? No, you got a fucking a kn- a kniff. A knife, a knife. Coming, coming your way, fucking in your, in your leg in the near future. But me, I'm gonna fucking just. Yeah. Now I gotta talk about it though. If I'm no, gonna get, no, 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 I gotta no, talk no, about no, it. No, 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 we don't. We're not. We're not. No, no. Let the audience be in suspense about it. Let you be in suspense about it because you're not gonna know when it's gonna come. I could do it now. I could have a fucking knife in my pocket right now and just fucking. Hmm. I'm talking about the knifing, the original knifing. I now I I trust me. I've known for a long time that I got a knife coming my way. <laughs> I just wanted to elaborate why now I'm going to get a fucking knife in the leg. Why are you going to get a knife in the leg? You know why. Tell them. I'm absolutely <laughs> why. I set you up. The stage is yours. The stage is yours. Fucking tell them. I fucking. I was going to let them quiver with anticipation and wait till another another episode to bring it up. After the fact, I already did my revenge on you. Fuck! It's going to come that bl- soon. I already blood raged you at that point. <laughs> And this time it is cranberry sauce. This time it's still not going to be cranberry oh, sauce. Oh no! It's still not cranberry sauce, Doc. So, anyways, I stabbed this guy in the leg. My uncle Mike came over to visit us one day. We were at our buddy's house. He rode his bike over there. For some fucking reason, had a dagger that was a fucking skull and crossbone. This little tiny black one. He brought it for us because he thought we, he, he was like, "Oh, you guys will think this is cool. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you." And I thought it was cool, right? So <laughs> I thought I thought it was cool enough that this guy was still sleeping on our buddy's bed. And I thought it would be funny to, you know, wake him up by talking to him, but then stab, you know, how you have your fingers st- out on a fucking table and you'd stab in between. But instead, I was stabbing on either side of his leg. This guy woke up and in his fucking groggy stated state of mind, flinched, at, as anyone probably would, yeah. at someone st- stabbing a knife toward the leg, flinched the, the way I was going to stab. And I stabbed right down into this guy's leg. And just fucking... The, the knife was standing up. It yeah. was in my bone. It was standing up. Perfectly in my bone. Yeah, and I just looked at him, and he looked at me, and he was like, "Fuck!" And he, he took off, and he took off running because he thought I was gonna fucking I don't know take the knife and start fucking mire, miring his ass. Maybe, man. No, I was. I wouldn't do that. Maybe, but yeah, I so I stabbed this guy in the leg. You got a knife coming to your coming to somewhere on your lower leg. Now that you guys have all heard this, I just wanted to get out there too. So when he does stab me, and if he does kill me, it's on record. <laughs> so they're gonna know it's, what happened. You're not getting away with it. You ain't getting away with it. You put it on tape. You can't now. have my collectibles. If that's why you're trying to take me out. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I don't need your collectibles. Thank, thank I you. I have my own. I don't I need have them. my own. Thank you very much. I know you do. You got some pieces that I want. Maybe you I'm gonna take. Maybe I'm taking you out. Who's gonna take each other out first on a nice seafood dinner and never call you again? Oh, that'd be me. I'll take you out. Oh man. I'll take you out. All right. You got nuggets too. You got no. You got nuggets you too. Got nuggets. Moving, moving <laughs> back into the. <laughs> you never mind that. I will get my own nuggets. Don't worry about it. No, don't you worry about how. <laughs> Moving back into the Monster Squad, so it, um, it follows this group of kids, and they um, they're, they're big time horror fans, and they have this clubhouse that they uh, that that they uh, go up into after school, and they they hang out in there, and they just bullshit and talk monsters. You know, they 
grab assing around like any any other fucking kids their age would, and they're just having a good time talking about fucking monsters, right? So they um, it just so happens that uh, that Dracula is looking for uh, Frankenstein uh, or Frankenstein's monster, if you would. Um, I fucking hate people fucking like harp on that. Too. Yeah, that pisses me off. It's like you know, Frankenstein's monster. You know what we're fucking talking about? Like, like why can't we just call it fucking Frankenstein? You know what the fuck we're talking about? Don't be some fucking like fucking monocle wearing. I only read the books. Fucking <laughs> like fucking. Yeah. Get off your fucking high horse. Suck a dick. Fucking Frankie Frankenstein. Fuck you. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, uh, he's looking for Frankenstein, and he find he knows where Frankenstein's body is at. He's uh. It's being transported in a, in a in a plane that's transporting uh, bodies for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, that, that that particular plane has to happens to be going over the Monster Squad's town, and they um, it, it, it he gets into a Dra- Dracula um gets the, the 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 crate that's holding Frankenstein's body, and he's gonna escape with it. But lo and behold, one of the uh, pilots sees him, pulls a switch. Opens up this fucking the floor of the fucking plane and, and Frank's uh, uh, casket um, falls into the, uh, the the lake. Yeah. That's uh, conveniently enough. Yeah. Sitting rather close to their uh, to their clubhouse. Yeah. That'd be rad though to have your clubhouse right there and have like a fucking lagoon. It would be fucking really right there next to it. Would be fucking awesome. So th- that falls there and that and that's how um, that's that's how Dracula ends up at that town right there. Yeah. That's that's what's going on with that. And um, he basically assembles his army of monsters. So Dracula, you got Dracula, you got Frank. Um, he he acquires a local man to uh, to be uh, the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. He drugs him and uh, and and I don't know. He it never really shows like how he how he uh, got got him to be the like were the pills what turned him into the Wolfman? I don't. I mean, I've, he just has these secret. Be, you have to be bit by a wolf. So yeah, I know. Show him being bit by a wolf. I know. All I'm saying is maybe he, he somehow had like the fucking most awesome stash of fucking pills and mm-hmm. just had one that maybe I don't know. It's Dracula. Yeah. Who, who the fuck knows? He could have anything. Yeah. So he has that, and he gets he gets the mummy from the uh, local uh, town uh, history museum. Yeah. He gets the mummy from there. And mummy was in my room. Creature just so happened to be lurking in this uh, lagoon this entire time. Fuck yeah! And uh, that that's arguably, I mean, next to the next to the the original OG, OG Gilman, the coolest looking creature uh, ever. Yeah. Next Fuck to yeah. that, that creature looks so fucking cool, and I think in large part that has to do with fucking with with, with Tom Woodruff. Yeah. Being such a big creature fan that he wasn't gonna drop the ball and make some bunk ass looking fucking creature. No. He, he was gonna make a really cool, you know, it was that creature out of any of the monsters was always gonna look the best because that's was his favorite, you know. Yeah, it's and my it's 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 fucking tasty. Yeah, and how fitting that he actually got to be the creature. Yeah, you know? I mean, I feel like Fred oh, Fred Decker let him be the creature. You know? Yeah, that was, that was awesome that he let him be the creature. I feel like a lot of times, though, in that sense, though, yes, is he lucky that the fucking director was like, yeah, fuck yeah, go for it, you do this. But I feel there's tons of movies where a lot of the time special effects people are the ones that end up in the actual suit themselves too. Well, that and stuntmen. I mean, yeah, they very well. They very well could have just got some random stuntmen to be the creature for that. Yeah, they could have. I'm saying, why? Why you always gotta fucking try to shit on my parade, man? I'm not shitting on your parade. I'm just saying the stuff. Uh, you have your opinion on it. You think that the the special effects artists are the ones that a lot of the times are in the they suit. They are. I feel like a lot of the times in the suit, 
for the would be the stuntmen that they hired to be the monster. Maybe that's that does happen. We don't too. always have to agree on everything. I don't. I don't agree with a lot of things. It's just, with you. You're getting hostile on the getting air. Getting real man. hostile. I'm having flashbacks of me stabbing you, and I want to. <laughs> oh, and I want to fucking do it <laughs> so bad. I want to fucking finally end it. I'm gonna kill you. And there can only be one of us. There can only be. I one. tried to eat you in the womb, and it didn't happen. You probably did try to eat me in the womb, you son of a bitch. Time to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it turns out uh, Sean, uh, Sean, um, and ends up uh, overhearing uh, his dad that there's a, uh, that that there's um. You know, a guy that was that was saying he was a, a, a fucking a, a werewolf. Yeah. And he he attacked the um the police station and he got locked up. You know, he went in there he went in there trying to get locked up because he didn't want to kill anybody. And he ended up fucking shooting a gun, beating up people and shit. And he ends up getting killed, right? So he ends up hearing that, right? And then he ends up uh he he acquires his book from uh old uh, old Shadowbrook Road. Right? Yeah, that's the, the, the fucking house. house. It was supposed to be like the house where fucking where Dracula lived or Van, Van, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, yeah. Uh, and he ends up acquiring that book because his mom got it at a fucking his diary. Yeah, and there's like something written on it. I never understood like where that was, what was written on that fucking chalkboard. But he deciphers it. It's like on a dry erase board, and he he fucking spells out Dracula. I think it's it's isn't it like a message that was left for him for his oh, yeah. dad? That's right. It was a message left for his dad, and he ends up deciphering it, and it's yeah, it's Dracula. So ipso facto, he's on to the fact that there's monsters in his town, right? And he's on to the fact that uh, that you know like the, the the ambulance driver got mm-hmm. killed by the Wolfman after the the ambulance is taking away that body of the guy that got shot. That was saying he was a werewolf. Yeah. He fucking turns into the Wolfman in a really cool fucking transformation scene. I always loved how that, that the, the fucking boot opens up and like the, the claw. Yeah. That's a really cool. Tasty. One. I think that that werewolf looks really fucking cool. Fuck yeah. It's a. I think that all of them, they did a good job at, uh, even Dracula too. They He's obviously like a suave Dracula, but I mean, he, most Draculas typically look the same. It's kind of yeah. hard to make that character look a little different, but he, he, he did a he did a good job at making it, um, the uh, making it his own. Yeah. Um. What Duncan Rigger? Yeah. Rager, whatever. Rager, yeah. He was nice fucking, guy. He was, yeah. He yeah, was really fucking not, awesome. We, we had the opportunity of meeting him. All of them, pretty much. The uh, only one. We... All the monsters, almost yeah. all of them. So we met. We met um, the actor Duncan, who played the, uh, who played Dracula. We met um, fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that plays. Tom uh, Noonan. Tom Noonan. Tom, yeah. Tom Noonan was fucking Tom Noonan, great. Who, who, yeah, he was fucking fantastic. Who plays uh, Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster or whatever? He snoods. Um, we met the dude that plays the mummy. Yeah, I forget, was, I forget. I forget his name, but that was the only one I had like a weird, uh, weird experience he with. Actually, plays also the uh, Michael Reed McKay is the is Michael McKay is the name, and he actually plays the Monopoly guy or whatever in Ace Ventura Part Two. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's him. You yeah. didn't know that? I didn't know. I didn't. Did he have lobby cards that on the table? I I was so. I mean, we were so engulfed that we were getting to meet fucking some childhood, some childhood fucking... heroes in, in the monsters from Monster Squad. I wouldn't have known anything else that was on his table. I wasn't paying attention. I just instantly honed into. Okay, I want this picture because it's him as the mummy from Monster Squad. I want this picture from Tom because he's the picture of him from, as Frank. I want this from Duncan because it's him as Dracula. I was just so stoked about yeah. that. That but that's that's a that's pretty fucking funny. That I do, I wouldn't even notice. You must be the Monopoly guy. I mean, it, looking if I could go back, I, I definitely would. Uh, Probably would have got an autograph of that too. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I, he, like I said, he was the only one that had like a weird vibe, and I don't know if it's because of him or his fucking publicist that was with him, his fucking agent or whatever. 
Yeah, fucking, yeah, it, it could have been that. And we, I feel we, like nine times out of ten, a lot of the people that have agents there with them, fucking are douchebags. Yeah, are fucking douchebags. Like maybe it's not them themselves that are douchebags, but the agents they make it fucking where like they're trying to like rush you along and fucking like not having those genuine moments. Yeah, exactly. Like they, like they're like oh, you're on a time frame, time frame, time frame. Like you're fucking. It's like, are you on a time frame? Is he on a time frame? Or are you trying to be on a time frame? Like it's mostly them. Yeah. Shut your we, fucking mouth. We also had the, the the fucking esteemed privilege of meeting um, Mary Ellen Trainer. Yeah. To, uh, rest in power. Rest in to power. Her. Um, she's <laughs> been the mom in in two crucial children's uh, films. You know, she was the mom in Goonies and then the mom in Monster Squad. Um, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. I mean, I can't I can't imagine any other actress portraying those characters. Yeah, and she was super nice. Super super nice. So, yeah, she was a, she was an absolute sweetheart. And she, uh, she was. I remember it was uh, here overhearing a conversation while she was uh, she was signing a picture for me, and um, and and she uh, I didn't get a Monster Squad autograph from her. I got a Goonies one because she was the only person there from Goonies, so I had to have a Took Goonies. Advantage. Had to have a Goonies autograph. Um, hopefully, I get more later on down the line. But um, I overheard her you know, talking to the person that was there. That was her. Um, I forget the guy's name too. I I, I follow him on fucking uh, on Facebook too. I think his name is Dominique. Uh, I've seen him. He's he he um he's uh he he, he manages a lot of like celebrities uh, for for conventions and he's he's he himself is a super big fucking sweetheart. He's a really nice guy. Um, but I remember he was she was talking to me. She was like, and I it was this was a genuine conversation. I heard she was like, I'm I'm so surprised at how how receptive all these all these horror fans are to me. I didn't I didn't realize they'd be so nice to me. He was like, yeah, they he was like they love you. Yeah. He was like they love you, and it's true. We I mean we were. You're meeting the mother from Goonies, you know. You're meeting the the mother from from fucking Monster Squad. Like, yeah. those are you know like that. That's those are two cult cult movies. They're gonna go. You know what I mean? The same yeah. majority of the same people are, that are into cult shit usually like a lot of the same fucking movies. Exactly, exactly. They're fucking. They're 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 just good 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 stuff. And she was a fucking total sweetheart. Anyways, moving on. Um, so the the kids they have to band together. They're the only ones that are gonna stop the monsters because. If there's monsters out there, no one's gonna do a damn thing about it unless it's us, right? So <laughs> they, they team up with scary German they, guy. They team up with they team up with scary German man or scary, scary German guy, who um who is the uh, kind of the for lack of a better word the 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 witch of the scary witch of the neighborhood. Yeah, the fucking. He turns out to, you don't want your ball to go in his yard. Fucking kind he, of vibe. He basically, just turns out to be this old uh, Jewish German man who was a. Uh, who, who was a, a Holocaust survivor? Holocaust survivor because they show his Holocaust uh, tattoo on. Yeah, him. they had fucking. You must know a lot about you know a lot about monsters. Now that you mention it, I do. I always thought that I didn't catch it as a kid, but older watching yeah. that, it clicks I, it clicks immediately. It clicks immediately, and it's like wow, that's, that was really deep. Yeah, <laughs> that was really that was really cool that they that they that they acknowledged that. Once again, fuck Nazis. Yeah, fuck them up their ass. Um, so moving along, they they there's like a nice montage of them getting all their fucking. Uh, all their shit together to go out to hunt these monsters. You get the awesome rock till you drop song. Rock until you drop. Dance until your feet fall off. <laughs> I don't want to go home. I don't want to leave the floor. <laughs> Someone turn the light down. Close the shades and lock the doors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Banging song. Super banging. Fucking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect song for that montage. For a montage, yeah. It just has that montage so this, vibe. So this is all cultivating to them uh, going to the house at Old Shadowbrook Lane. And they are... Um, they got Frankie with they them. They got Frankie with them. Frank... Uh, they, Frank teams up with them a little Frank earlier. teams up with them a little earlier. They shit their pants a little bit. They shit their pants. They, they're finally meeting a fucking actual real-life monster. 
and they find out that Frank is not is not a bad person. He's he's just no, he's a kind soul, and he doesn't want to kill children like yeah. Dracula sent him out to do. Um, even the Wolfman, you can tell the Wolfman doesn't want to do it. He, he's he called, there. He's not there at his own his own will. Yeah, so. I mean, none of them are except for the mummy and creature. Both seem to not give a fuck. <laughs> I don't think they can rationalize. They're just going to kill regardless. <laughs> Um, uh, mummy came to visit EJ in EJ's room. Yeah, and uh, his dad. No, sorry, his... sorry, not EJ. Eugene. Eugene. Sorry. Yeah, Eugene. He, Eugene's dad is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, look at that big scary Ooh! monster! <laughs> uh, so this is all leading to a final showdown of them in the middle of the town at, at this old church, and they have to uh, they they have to have a virgin read the uh, the, the, the the passages that are in the uh, the book that. Uh, Van Helsing's book that that um, that Sean uh, acquired, and uh, the girl that they got to do it, <laughs> unfortunately, is not a virgin. She no. has to be a virgin. Uh, she lied because she had sex with somebody, but he doesn't count. So <laughs> they have Phoebe read the passages, and they have. That's the reason why they team up with scary German man, scary German guy because he's the only one in town that can read fucking German. Yeah. And the and Van he Helsing, reads them the the the, the book originally too. Exactly. Yes. Correct. He reads yeah. in the book and comes it, comes the, the one of the best lines of the film too. Yeah, it's your last chance for pot, <laughs> and that's how they know that why Dracula is doing what he's doing. They know that it, he has a certain time frame in which he has to do it, and they're upon that time now. It's it's that date in 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 uh, in, in, in in time. It's that date. Um, so it leads up to this ultimate battle between the Monster Squad and the Mummy. And the Dracula's brides, Dracula, um, not Frank, because Frank's on the kid's yeah. side. Gilman. Gilman and the werewolf, mm-hmm. the wolfman. And it's just a that last final, uh, the last final like twenty minutes of this film is just them battling these monsters, and it's fucking badass. Yeah. Um, you get Horace being a fucking badass. Horace being a badass. Horace was already uh had delivered a uh a a a, a fucking. A line in the beginning of, or earlier leading up to this at, at Old Shadowbrook Lane House when they fucking when they got the amulet from Dracula that they needed. Yeah, Wolfman's trying to Wolfman's fucking get him. Nards. Yeah, kicks Wolfman and he's like, kick him in the nards, kick him in the nards. Yeah, Sean's telling him to kick him in the nards. And he's like, he doesn't have nards. Kick him and he's like, Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> um, fucking. Amazing. You're gonna yeah. That's plastered on shirts. That's plastered on shirts. Stickers, that might be the most hats. iconic line from that. Or that that that's is the most iconic, iconic line, line from the movie. movie. That's yeah. the one that sticks out most. Wolfman's got nards. It's yeah. been on shirts, hats, uh, things, socks, fucking yeah. stickers. Um, yeah, it's fucking. It's, it's been on. It's been on all kinds of shit from different random uh, horror uh, uh, companies. Um, moving along, uh, they're having they're, they're tussling. Uh, Sean's dad fucking uh, tries to fight uh, Dracula. He isn't really having much luck. Um, he has to end up fighting Wolfman, uh, and he, they put a stick of dynamite in, in the werewolf's pants, and he gets tossed out of a window. He blows up. That shit's tasty too. Super fucking good gore. Awesome scene. They uh, they they um. That's because he goes up there. To, they they to fight to, to fight, fight Dracula because he, sh- he shoots him. He shoots him. Yes. And he, he shoots him, and then the fucking little bat. They go up there to stake How him. funny does Dracula look right there too when he's all wounded and he's like? He, he looks fucking hilarious. <laughs> he, looks, he looks great. And so uh, Dracula ends up escaping again, and uh, Sean and his dad go go back out to uh to, to battle uh start to help his friends you know with the rest of the monsters and. Uh, Wolfman pushes, pieces himself back together because he can't die because he was blown up. He can't die from being blown up. He's got to be fucking silver bullet. You know? Yeah. And that shit's tight too. The way his body all drags back together. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And he gets him. That's done really good. Really, really fucking cool. 
Um, back to Horus. Horus has an encounter with the creature. Um, he they, he wants to get led into this shop and uh, fucking bitches out. Yeah, EJ and uh, EJ's buddy. Fucking uh, I forget EJ's buddy's name, but yeah, uh, they fucking were dicks to him earlier in the movie. Earlier in the movie, Rudy makes him eat a fucking candy bar that he smashed, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Eat up. I'm gonna call it a day. But Rudy, uh, fucking um, not Rudy. Uh, Horace finally gets you know like his big big moment to be the badass and to show the bullies like fuck you, I'm the badass. Yeah, uh, you're looking up to me now. He kills the he shoots uh, uh, Gilman in the fucking in the uh, in the chest. Yeah, kills him relatively easy. Gilman was probably the easiest one to kill next to the mummy. Yeah, um, the mummy just fucking dies from being <laughs> unraveled. Shot, unraveled by being shot with an arrow. Through the uh, stitch into a tree, and he, he unravels, and fucking Rudy says the badass line, "See you later, Band Aid breath. breath." Fucking cool, fucking line. Yeah. It's completely, you know, more badassness from Rudy. Rudy. A lot of good one-liners in here. There is, there is. Um, now, Rudy ends up killing both of Dracula's brides. He's he's putting in work. He kills Dracula's brides, and then he kills the Wolfman because the Wolfman is fighting all the cops again, and he can't die. But he has the silver bullet that he made, he made earlier in the movie. Yeah. And he shoots him, and then Homeboy thanks him for putting him yeah, out of the That's a little misery. touching scene, too, it right is, there. It is, because he's looking up, and he's like, thank you, thank you. And he turns, and he's like, see, told you. Only one way to kill a werewolf. Only one way to kill a werewolf. Fucking another cool fucking line. Um, so now it's just... That'd be a rad sound clip before it, a fucking... Any bands listening, don't fucking jack it, all right? It'd be, be a cool sound, sound clip next to it, before a breakdown. Yeah, so. real fucking taste. Right at the end of a song, too, would be fucking rad. It would. Now, Drac is the only one that's left, and it's this big moment of Phoebe and an old scary German guy fucking trying to read the, trying to read the um the the verses that she, that she needs to read, and all the cops are coming up, and Dracula is there's all this like electricity and shit around him, and it's fucking he's, rad. He's breaking cops' necks as he's walking to him. He's snapping their backs. Just fucking Steven Seagal and fucking everybody. Steven Seagal and everybody <laughs> just fucking him up. And he ends up grabbing Phoebe by the face, and then you get another iconic line. He picks her up, and he's like, "Give me, Give me the, back the, the amulet, amulet, you bitch!" And it's just, it's such a cool. We got him sign that. We did, he, and he was cool enough to sign it. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to sign their lines from the fucking movie because it's not what they would say in real life. It's like nobody cares what you would say in real life. If they're a fan of the fucking movie, it's like Linda Blair, for instance. She won't, she won't have like sign like let Jesus fuck you or shit like that. It's like people. Only want to fucking meet you because you fucking said over the top shit like that in this fucking crazy fucking movie. Yeah, they that's would... what that's what fucking puts you on the fucking map too, and you're exactly. gonna act that whack. That's she, why I've, I've just heard she's whack as fuck. I've though, never anyways. got an autograph with her, from her, and I won't because of that. Because and I'd wanted I'd want to get something of Savage Streets uh, from her, which is a fucking amazing rape revenge film. But I, if she's not gonna sign that shit, she ain't gonna sign anything she fucking says in a rape revenge film either. No, definitely not. And, and she probably won't even want to talk about it, you know, like or, or even be that open about it, you know. It's probably yeah. like it's too. Uh, that's not her, you know. Like it's not that doesn't fit her fucking you know agenda, whatever she's doing now. Yeah. Anyways, that's probably gonna that's probably gonna hurt a, hurt some butts. Yeah, go ahead, for fucking sure. hurt but, it, but we, fucking. Uh, but we we just. Just not, a fan not of that her. we don't like fucking her movies. No, the movies are fucking great. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like I, have, I I'm not letting it ruin that. But, but yeah, she's fucking. Just the fact that she will sign certain things is like, dude, like, give me a break, man. Like, yeah. Well, what about I? I also, I also, I don't remember what company it was, but while we're on the fucking Linda Blair shit talking, because I don't give a fuck, I want to hurt some butts. I forget what company it was that I follow online, but they had like a, uh, an, uh, an, I forget if it was an art print or a pin or something that they had designed, and. You guys all know, fucking, you can go to fucking on Etsy or fucking any fucking any place where they sell horror stuff that ha- like that lets random fucking independent artists bring their shit 
everyone fucking no one has copyrights to all this shit like they're nope. doing it out of the love of the fucking shit and i feel if it's i labor of love. yeah labor of love if i was an actor and i seen these fucking things a i would feel so fucking honored that flattered. someone yeah flattered that someone took the fucking time to make and create something of a character that i you know brought to life being that i was chosen to play this role and i made it i made this fucking character me blah 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 so she's at this fucking convention and i forget what company it was but anyways they they fucking they went over to talk to her and uh i guess somebody was trying they were having like camera issues so he like he didn't want to like take anyone's up time because he just wanted to show her this piece so he waited till someone was having a little camera trouble he popped in talked to her fast and she was like oh my god this fucking like i said i don't remember if it was a pin or a fucking art piece she was like this is so cool blah 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 and then the next day the dude fucking that's there's vending still and her fucking uh publicist walks over and she was like he or she was like you know that really pissed off linda you know what i mean like uh basically to the extent of talking shit that it wasn't okay for him to have made that and that he needs to give her some sort of money or give those items so she could sell it at at her table instead of him selling it something like that i'm just like really you're fucking hey i already know you're, you're probably not hurting for money like what the fuck like you've been in so much shit you do all these appearance stuff like why are you gonna hassle somebody that's just out there fucking a making a labor of love honoring something that you did and b like they're just trying to make some fucking money too you know it's fucking hard to make extra cash in this world why be a fucking bitch now when you don't have to yeah you know, it's, it's, uh, totally unnecessary imitation is the uh, highest form of flattery i think uh you you, you uh someone wants to imitate your art that you were you were a part of or that you made and and, and um yeah it's one thing the only the only, one, the only thing i think like, and you're probably gonna say the same thing is like let's say I, you wrote a song you know what i mean it's a, it's musical and somebody like fucking like note for note everything copies the exact same song that you wrote if it's not a fucking cover or something and they, they took a part from your song to me, that's the only time that I feel like imitation is not flattering. It's like, what the yeah, fuck, dude? Yeah, that's not that's not what I was gonna say, but I, I agree with you on that too. What, what I was gonna say, as far as like movies go, is um, that when you're an actor or an actress and you you portray a character and somebody um, somebody uh, you know like uh, draws a draws a picture of it, you know, or is selling art prints of it, or makes a figure of you and is selling figures of it, you know, um, it's it's just it's i feel like it's just in bad taste as you know the person that played that character to expect that somebody's gonna just like like uh what like i don't know like i just i just don't feel like you have to, like you should have to ask for permission to to um to create something of something that you love you know like i i don't feel like if if like for like Universal is really bad with this, right? Like Universal will fucking sue the fuck out of people for this for this kind yeah. of shit, right? We have a friend that that was somebody like I won't say names because I don't know, you know what I mean? I doubt anyone would ever fucking listen to this that would be involved with it anyways. But I have a very close friend that has a company, and she makes something that has literally just uh, part of a word, like in their fucking thing, and they tried to sue her for likeness rights. And this company that was trying to sue her is fucking a multi-billion dollar fucking company. And my friend makes, you know, what, what maybe like a couple hundred, a couple hundred bucks off of this shit a month. Like, yeah. Ooh, like, what are you, so what are you what, proving? That's what I'm getting at is that it's, um, I just don't feel like, like at the end of the day, like in the grand scheme of things, like it, it should matter much. Yeah. You know, especially, especially like I get it in the sense of, okay, like for like universal, for instance, like they're a business, they're going to do business shit, whatever. Right. They're a fucking business. 
and a lot of people I guess a lot of people in a sense like they look at themselves as like a business like I might like if you're an actor like I am my own business whatever mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if a fan decide if a fan has a business and a fan wants to make a shirt with your picture on it you know or a, or a post <laughs> you know what I mean like I just, my Gatorade. I just don't sorry <laughs> I just don't uh, see the harm in in it, it just in them doing so. Like if I put myself in their shoes, I just don't see like I could I couldn't picture myself ever feeling anything other than like gratitude. Like like somebody took time out of their day to think that wow, like somebody made a shirt of me or somebody made a toy of me or a sticker of me or an art print of me. Like what the fuck? Or somebody got a tattoo of me on them. Like it's. It's cool, you know? Yeah, like that's fuck a, yeah. fucking flattery. I guess we're cut, cut from different cloth than we those are. fucks. We are. So, back to back to uh, the Monster Squad yeah. and this final scene. He's picking her up, fucking holding her. He's picking her up, down holding her, her down it, and um, he ends up uh, getting grabbed by Frank, picks picks him up and, and grabs him by the neck, and he drops Phoebe, and he throws uh, Dracula onto this fence post, which happens to be wood. Yeah. Perfect. Wooden stake. Goes through him, he's burning up and stuff. And they end up opening up this portal, and uh, fucking uh, Van Helsing gets comes out of the portal and grabs uh, Dracula. Dracula. But as Dracula is grabbing, as, as Dracula is being drug away, uh, he grabs Sean, mm-hmm. right? And that's when Van Helsing comes out and grabs uh, Dracula and like stabs him and stakes him and yeah. flies back, right? And the last monster mm-hmm. left out is Frank. And man, this, I know this scene every time it makes me upset. I. <laughs> I tear up every single time. Yeah. I ain't ashamed. I ain't ashamed to say it. Oh fuck no! Tears are rolling down my face. Um, Frank is right there, and Frank is talking to Phoebe, and Frank and Phoebe have become close. You know, like she saw him as a friend and not a monster. You know, and I think that you obviously can tell that really resonated strong. That, with that meant a lot to Frankie. Yeah, you can tell that, 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 that there's like a genuine friendship right there, right? And. She, he ends up telling her like I gotta go I gotta go and she's like please don't go please don't go and it's fucking I'm getting I'm, I'm almost just hearing you talk about it I, I, I little, felt I felt the little, little lumpy in your throat yeah he ends up letting go of her right and he's getting sucked into this portal and she ends up throwing her doll which is Scraps which is this dog this dog doll Scraps she throws it to him and he catches it and then he floats off and then you know <laughs> boy Phoebe boy yeah, it's so fucking sad. sad and that's how the, and then the, the, the portal closes up and then the army fucking shows up into town. Lo and behold, minutes later after all this happens, and he's like, who's Eugene? And Eugene earlier in the story fucking wrote to the army, dear army guys, please come and help. Which is fucking comical that they, they took that <laughs> little kid note written in crayon and then came to fucking... Get, to get the fuck over there. There's monsters. We gotta go. They're hurting everybody. Yeah. Um, so the story ends with them like, well, who, uh, well, who, who can we talk to? And the colonel's like, and Sean walks up and he's like, well, we can help you. And he's like, who are you? We're the Monster Squad. And then the movie fucking ends. And then the, it Roll breaks, credits. Roll credits. And there's a Monster Squad theme song at the end too, which is mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Um, yeah, the Monster Squad, guys. It's, again, quintessential Halloween, October viewing. It's a must. If you've got little ones and you haven't showed them to them yet, show it to them. And I they'll guarantee dig it. they'll dig it. And they'll show it to the little ones. And it'll just be passed on and passed on. And it's, it's a timeless movie. Thank you, Fred Decker, for making that movie. Yeah. Uh, moving on now to, to the last film we're going to talk about in this episode is a... One is of a, our fucking all-time... One of our all-time, all-time, all-time kid, like favorites. Childhood favorite. It's still, it's still yeah. an all-time favorite for me in general. Like, just 
speaking of just films as a whole, like it's it's just a it's it's a raison d'être. It's a raison d'être. We're gonna fucking jump into one of our all time favorite childhood films. It's fucking you guessed it, little fucking monsters or little monsters, not fucking in there. But nineteen eighty nine little monsters, Chef's Kiss. This is hands down fucking must see for any kid. Yeah. Any fucking kid yeah, needs to and, see this film. Um, it's uh, when when I, when I think about um, like childhood like horror or like kid friendly horror or anything that like is like from like the horror like the universe. It's not. This is not like particular like per se like a full blown horror film. But fuck, neither is you know uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. But they're childhood you know films that are child films that have horror elements in them. You know like they're spooky or whatever. You know. Um, this film is is, is, a, is a, the one that comes to head that comes to mind the most, and it stars uh, stars the Savages, uh, and it stars Howie Mandel as Maurice, and Maurice is arguably the most likable monster of all time. Fuck yeah, punk and, rock fucking monster too. Yeah, super punk rock monster for sure. <laughs> um, he uh, he does a, a fantastic job at, at bringing this. Uh, this character of life, um, Fred Savage and Ben Savage played the. I did like that they were also billed as brothers in this. That was fucking yeah, yeah. It's I fucking mean, rad. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, why not? You got you got you know brothers in real life that don't got to find it. Yeah, anybody that looks like each other. Exactly. So they play the brother. Uh, Fred plays Brian and Ben plays Eric. Um, you got the, the amazing Daniel Stern as uh, as their father, uh, Glenn 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 Stevenson. We can't say enough fantastic things about Daniel yeah, Stern. We fucking love Daniel Stern. You got uh, uh, Rick uh, uh, Ducumin, who plays. Rest in peace to him, man. He fucking ah, very, Snick. Snick, man. Uh, he comes out in in Little Monsters. He comes out in Encino Man as the teacher. He comes out as the uh, the, the driver, the uh, the limo driver in Blank Check. Blank Check. Uh, yeah. And those are. I fucking love Blank Check. Yeah, fucking fantastic. Uh, Frank Whaley plays uh, the underlord of uh, the monster world uh, boy. Mm-hmm. And nobody and goes near his fucking staircase. Nobody. Don't you fucking think about it. So the movie starts off with uh, with Brian and Eric uh, being moved to a new town um, because their mom and dad say it would be better for them. And it's just, just going to be a better place for them to raise them. And uh, Brian and Eric are both obviously really sad about this. They're... Um, all their, they don't want to leave their. They're like any kid, you know. You, you, you don't want to leave your friends in your neighborhood. Your friends, exactly. You develop friendships, and you don't want to leave that. That's your life, you know. You think I'm never gonna make friends again, you know. Like these are these are, these are, these are my people, my boys. So it follows them moving to this new town, and uh, shortly after, so um, they Eric starts <laughs> saying that there's a monster under his bed, and and this poor kid, he's he's getting fucking, you know, scared night in and night out, and he eventually. Uh, tells his brother, you know, like, hey, like, if you don't, you know, you don't believe me, you know, like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you to, you sleep in my bed for a night, and I'll pay you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do your chores, whatnot, yeah. whatever. And he, he agrees, you know, I think it's because of the money. Yeah. <laughs> he agrees, and uh, Brian uh, has his first encounter with, uh, with uh, Maurice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He has his first encounter, and uh, it's. Uh, it's it's not like him seeing him fully. It's just weird shit happening. Yeah, you know, like he comes back and the the the, the TV's on in the fucking in in the closet and the remote is right there and that remote, movie that's the, going the remote, on in there. Yeah, it's the Fly playing. Mm-hmm. It's the Vincent Price the Fly, um, and the remote sucks back underneath the fucking uh, the bed and he's like, what the fuck? So goes and sleeps on the fucking couch. Goes and sleeps on the couch and he's like, it looks like you got two phenomenons. 
a monster and a big chicken. And it gets <laughs> double or nothing. Double or nothing. So he ends up uh, devising this another Home Alone esque. Uh, Do you think when he went out there before uh, laying down on that couch, he made another peanut butter and onion sandwich? I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah, the, the film starts off with Brian uh, uh, making ma- one of the most disgusting sandwiches I've ever seen. It's a peanut butter and onion sandwich. So if, if there's anybody out there that's listening to this that, that enjoys a peanut butter and onion sandwich, hit us up on our Instagram. We'd love to. To know why. To know why you like a peanut butter and onion sandwich. Tell us what we're missing out on. Sway us. If you can sway us to eat it, sway it. Sway us. We'll, we'll try it. You know? Sell us your pitch. Pitch us that peanut butter and onion sandwich. <laughs> so he ends up um, fucking sawing the legs off of uh, the bed. Off of his bed and like fucking putting hinges on it and stuff where like he's got like it's such an elaborate setup and he's got it to where he can pull this fucking trigger. It's a break. It's a break. Yeah. You pull the break, like a bike handle break and. He, uh, it'll collapse the bed, thus trapping the monster. So, Q fast forward through the night. He eats his dinner all fast. He wants to go to bed early and whatnot. And he, uh, he sets an alarm, right, to get up. And he, he sets a trap of Doritos on the ground, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, as a, like a, like a, like breadcrumbs, like something, <laughs> something to entice the monster to eat. The old uh, fucking uh, the old Dorito on the uh, the ground as the bait trick. I was making fucking some Reese's pieces, Reese's pieces. Fucking. The old ET uh, method, huh? Reese's pieces. <laughs> and so he wakes oh, up. He, uh, he wakes up to uh, to hear uh, Maurice or the monster through him at that time. He doesn't know the name is Maurice. Munching down, munching down on some Doritos, and he um. <laughs> He pulls the fucking switch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He pulls the uh, the switch and it, it, it traps him and you can fucking hear the monster fucking fluttering around the room, right? And he's got his flashlight. He's in a frantic, right? And then I always thought the scene was, was terrifying as a kid. The music switches to like a pretty dark, you know, like intense uh, intensity and you see the shadow of this monster coming up behind his bed and he starts wrestling with him and he's wrestling, right? Cue, uh, <laughs> cue uh, Brian's dad, dad coming in. And he comes in and he's like, Brian, what are, what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's like it's like four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. Listen, I'm stepping in Doritos. I'm stepping in Doritos. And he's like, there's a monster. And he's like, Brian, you're wrestling a pile of clothes. A pile <laughs> of clothes. <laughs> which, which is odd because the, the shoes are stuck to the fucking pile <laughs> of clothes, damn it. If you don't think that's fucking weird, the shoes are stuck to the fucking pile of clothes, all right? Dad just looked right past it. He looked right past that one. That this, it's a pile of clothes that are perfectly dressed and seamed to each other. <laughs> it's a full fucking jumpsuit of clothes. And everybody has that. <laughs> you just slip into this. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's, he's pissed off. He's telling him, you know, like, you're going <laughs> to, tomorrow you're going to be in big trouble. You're going to trim the hedges. Good night. And he fucking pulls out the fucking, the, the handle. And Brian had fucking took off the handle of his fucking door handle to where if the monster tried it's to like escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he closed the door. His dad walks away. And he starts poking at the clothes. The monster starts. Maurice starts trying to come back to life. He sits a fucking uh, a, a trash bin on him and like is like stuffing it. It's like oh, oh, oh. I thought that's funny too. <laughs> Maurice eventually breaks breaks out of that and throws him onto the bed. And then Q, you get to first fucking look at Maurice and he's he's all like, and then he says boo. boo. And then you get the sense that okay, this is this guy's a fucking goofball. This is gonna be a funny fucking monster, right? Yeah. And. He's like, oh, keep an eye out for monsters. <laughs> the eyes, pop, eyes out. pop out. And fucking, which is our, one of the coolest practical effects in the movie. Yeah. Um, and you start getting a sense of that this monster is just fucking so zany and fucking just like hyper and like he's not nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. 
Like, he, this is, like, as a kid, you're just like... You want to fucking hang out with this yeah, guy. you're initially afraid as a kid watching it, and then you're like, it instantly turns from fear to, <laughs> like, this guy's fucking, this guy's fucking right. This guy's wacky. This guy's wacky and zany. Whoa. Whoa. Wacky, flavorful, to my guy. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> that went on way too far. Um, as per usual. As per usual. As is tradition. So... He starts going on a tangent with uh, with Brian, and Brian's like, oh, baseball cards, meet him, got him, meet him, got him, whatever, right? And he throws a, a football at the at Brian, and it opens up the shades, and Brian, uh, he's, he's like trying to get under the bed. He's like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. And the sun makes him grow horns, and he's like, great, horns, now no one's gonna recognize me. <laughs> he ends up starting to melt into his clothes, and Brian's like trying to figure it out, like, oh, I get it, the sun is figuring And he's like, How do you what's like happening? Your eggs, kid? How do you like your eggs, kid, huh? Sunny side up, over easy. <laughs> And he's, he's like, I gotta get under. He's, he's melting, right? And he feels really bad because he's like, I gotta get under the bed before the sun totally rises. <laughs> <laughs> was that a good impersonation? That was good. Totally rises. <laughs> uh. Or was that so spot on? <laughs> Anyways, he Brian feels bad. He slides the fucking pile of clothes that are stuck to shoes and went underneath the bed. And then, boom, he comes back up a few seconds later and he's like, uh, name's Maurice and I'll see you later, right? <laughs> and then... Q, Brian, you know, is he, he's fucking like flabbergasted. Like, as anybody would, they're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. What happened? Monsters are real? Like, what the fuck's going on? Monsters are under the bed, they're real, and they're fucking funny? Yeah. So, he gets back Erica's room, and he sets up his room back upstairs, and uh, Maurice obviously comes back the day after. Wrong room. <laughs> Wrong room. You hear Brian. Scares, <laughs> scares Brian again. And uh, he... Uh, he, he basically takes Brian down into the monster underworld. He scares Eric again. Uh, he scares Eric again, sorry. He, basically, he takes Brian down into the underworld. Um, and you get this funny scene of uh, him trying to persuade him to go down there. He fucking switches lights on. And, like, <laughs> it like makes him like... like, like it, it melts him back down into his clothes. And he's like, oh, I get it. it, it, first, it dis, first it disfigures you, then it kills you. And he's like, wow, you must be a what in grade two. Like, <laughs> what does he say? Like grade five or whatever. And he's like... Oh, a worldly scholar. I like it. <laughs> Get me out of these clothes. My inseams are on fire. Um, so he gets him, he, he lets him back up. Right? Basically gives him this patriotic-ass speech. speech. about, like, why he should go, look, what goes on down there is every kid's fantasy. So he's trying to persuade him to go down there. The American and, flag behind him. To freedom, to live the way the, the creators of this world intended. intended. <laughs> you ready? I was born ready. Yeah. So Brian ends up uh, going down there to yeah. this underworld, uh, and I fucking kudos to him because I would, as a kid, I'd be like, "No, fuck you, I'm not going." Yeah, I'm straight, dog. I'm straight, dog. I ain't going down there. All right, you might be nice, but these other guys might not be nice, right? So he takes him down there. Brian has a fucking blast. He's he's romanticized by this place. It's pretty fucking awesome down there. It's pretty there. awesome. There's Got a fucking, fucking arcade. Every flavor you've ever flavored. <laughs> every craving you've ever craved. Yeah, it's fucking. He, that that table of food was Zah, I yeah, love Zah. Zah sticking the pizza in his fucking Zah, I love Zah. Dude just shoving pizza inside Whole of his jacket. And... Yeah, it's so fucking great. He basically takes him around. What and about show... the fucking uh, in the the, the pin the pinball area? The fucking little fucking oh, guy that... with the little tiny stuffed animal bear, bear head. Stop! You're gonna strip. Fucking hits <laughs> yeah. him. You're gonna break his job. <laughs> Don't you get it? Down here, there's no such thing. So there's no rules or anything down there. It's like total whatever the fuck you want to do, you fucking do it, right? It's just like a total kids paradise. Whatever you want to do, you do it. Uh, except for go near Boy Stairway. Except for go near Boy Stairway. Uh, so he takes them around and shows them basically what they do. And what they do is they it's their job to create havoc for kids. Mm-hmm. That's the sole purpose of these monsters. They go up and they do things. They do pranks and shit to get kids in trouble. They do the bashing. You get the thrashing. Yeah. 
Um, we do the Bastion, you get the Thrasher. So this goes on for quite some time, and then uh, you, you start getting the feeling that there's something more that they want of Brian, right? And you get that because uh, Eric, uh, or Brian comes too close to the boy's stairway one time, and you cue Snick, who's the, uh, the, the, the boy's right-hand man henchman. He's a big, yeah. big burly monster, and he wants to drop Brian off the top of boy's staircase because he's a fucking, you know, a, a dick. Mm-hmm. And Maurice saves him and says, you know, I, I, I don't think boy would like uh, damaged goods, right? So you start getting a sense that... Wait a, trying, <laughs> wait a minute. I didn't wait. Are they trying to keep Brian down there, right? So Brian starts uh, like uh, turning into a monster. Basically, mm-hmm. he's shrinking. Um, his hands his and stuff hands like start disappear from fucking light shining light on him. And uh, he he basically um, he doesn't want to be friends with Maurice anymore. That and also Maurice fucking uh, ate his, uh, his 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 girlfriend's or not his girlfriend, the girl he likes. Her uh, fucking homework, her, her fucking her, her eight essay. Page, eight page, was it a ten page essay? It just, just so happens that I had a craving for an eight page essay on the daytime blooming of a nighttime cactus. <laughs> a man's best friend when he's petting his hand. Yeah, his hand turns into a dog and is just munching the fucking the paper. And then when that chick's at school, she's like, uh, my dog ate it. And fucking the fucking asshole bully of the fucking school, which we'll get into also, was like, yeah, right. You don't even have a dog. Fucking, that guy's a fucking prick too. Yeah, I mean he ends up coming through towards the end. He he, he ends up he, becoming he, a friend, yeah. an ally. Yeah, becomes an ally and becomes a friend. They go through some shit together. That kindles friendship. Yeah. We'll leave that for you guys to watch the movie. There, we don't even have to really dive into his character. We'll leave that a mystery because he's a very integral part of fucking the bullshit that the kids have to do deal with beforehand. You know, beforehand. Beforehand. Yeah. So, um. Brian stops wanting to be friends with Maurice. He's starting to realize that something's wrong with him. He's shrinking. Uh, he's having you know issues happen with with flashlight and whatnot. And he um, he also doesn't like that they scared the fuck out of that baby. Yeah, he's scaring the fuck out of this baby. He's not into it. You know, he's not in, he's not into the monster lifestyle. Um, he ends up uh, taking uh, make, a, make him a caca his diaper, <laughs> make him duty his uh, <laughs> duty his pants or something like that. Um, he ends up uh, sawing all the fucking the the the, the, the the post off the bed, so nobody... beds, everything, the beds, the fucking. Uh, he even does it to the. Doesn't he do it to the fucking? He does not because, this is how. Uh, uh, I know like how, but I I feel like he even didn't he saw off the legs of the couch as he well. He did, he did, yeah, he did because he thought they could go through that. Yeah. Um. So he um he stops hanging out with 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 Maurice, which is bumming, <laughs> and to say the least, because you were the, the duo of them is fucking great, and. Uh, Boy is very pissed off about this because Boy wanted Brian because Brian was so special because Brian was the only one that was ever able to capture a monster. Mm-hmm. This is why he was so fascinated with him. He wanted to be Brian's friend. He wanted Brian to be his like right-hand man also. So they end up fucking up Maurice, basically. Snick fucks up Maurice, breaks, yeah. breaks his horn. Uh, he upsets Maurice in this scene too. <laughs> and it's cues another funny line where it's like, you don't want to make me upset. I don't want to make me upset. Get upset. And Snick... Ruffles him up, and then this like fish-looking thing comes out of the top of Maurice's head, and it's like, Wah. and he's like, "What the hell was that? I don't know. That's what happens when I get upset." <laughs> you think you're so funny, Maurice? <laughs> and um, so uh, he's like, "You know what? If you can't get him, I will." So he ends up uh, he ends up going to get uh, Brian, mm-hmm. 
uh, and he he uh, he goes through the bed and the couch. That's yeah. the one bed. The pull-out fucking pull bed. bed. So he gets through that, and he stills Eric. He mm -hmm. takes Brian's brother Eric as hostage to get to Brian. So Brian has to put together a group of friends. He puts together Kirsten. He puts together Eric's best friend, which I forget his name. And he puts together the, uh, the fucking bully. The bully, too. Um, I don't remember well, his name. Well, Maurice goes to get the bully. Yeah. So he puts together first uh, Kirsten and, and Brian and Eric's best friend to go get them, right? And they have to go down in this underworld with flashlights and whatnot to, to, to fight off the monsters. And they end up uh, getting caught, basically. They don't win. They get caught. And Maurice helps them escape. Right. Yeah. Maurice helps them escape. They end, they end up getting put in like this pit of uh, a fucking uh, like stuffed animals and shit. Stuffed right? animals, yeah. And because uh, Boy wants Brian to be his 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 buddy, so he shows him that he has him. You know, and he's mm -hmm. like, and he's like, Brian, Brian, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's next though. Um, doesn't matter. In a matter of time, it'll be morning, and we'll all be friends. <laughs> so he doesn't want to. Brian doesn't want to fucking give. Uh, give him a good boy, fucking Eric. Eric, and so he ends up turning a flashlight on him, right? And that burns his face off, and you get to see that boy is actually a monster underneath the. It's scene. fucking tasty too. Yeah, it's, it looks cool. It looks like kind of like, special like effects. Crane or something. It's yeah, cool looking. And uh, he, uh, they end up capturing. Uh, they end up capturing uh, Brian and, and, and Kirsten and Eric's friend. Yeah. Throwing them in this fucking pit. They're going to keep them there just so they turn into monsters anyways. But Maurice is down there yeah. in that pit. And he gets up and and he's like, I'll tell you what happened. One more answer in this butt. This guy would have heard from my lawyer. Because <laughs> they start trying to attack uh, Maurice because he pops up. And they don't know yeah. that Maurice is a good guy. What Brian does. Um, and so they, they devise a plan where, because Kirsten's so smart with science, she... Uh, gets together like this electrical current or whatever like to create a flash mm -hmm. and I don't even know how the fuck they have all the shit to do that but mm -hmm. they do and <laughs> it's just I mean they get they get a lot of it from the fucking school and stuff too true true they do and, and she's a smarty she's smarty she's pants smarty pants they they make the splash of light they slip Maurice under the door right mm -hmm. and Maurice opens up the door and he's <laughs> like any of you uh, nerds know how to or any of you know how to do a lock pick or something like that <laughs> Anyways, he opens up the fucking door for them, and he helps them uh, go back to uh, Earth, like above mm -hmm. the underworld. And they put they basically ante up what they had. Yeah, and that's where Maurice goes. He gets Ronnie. Ronnie's. I yeah, remember Ron his name is Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Who put piss in my apple juice? <laughs> Ronnie's gotta be pissed. Um, those are things that we, we don't want to deep dive yeah, too much. You'll get it. Don't spoil, Watch that fucking movie. Don't spoil too much for you if you haven't seen it. Um, now. Ronnie, uh, he goes against Ronnie to help them, and they go back to the school and ante up fucking with all these fucking giant, massive, massive flashlights. Bul bulbs and flashlights and shit. Right? They go back to, to take out uh, Boy and Snick, and they do so. They kill Boy. They end up killing a lot of fucking yeah. monsters down there, they though. They kill Boy, and they don't kill Snick. Snick puts himself back. I gotta get myself together. I gotta get but myself anyways, together. Back to what I was saying, though, where he's like, they go back, and he's like, he's like, I wanted to be friends, Brian, but evidently you don't play fair. <laughs> and, or no, actually no, I take that back. That was before he threw him in the fucking in in the pit. Yeah, yeah, because that's when he realizes that his face is all fucking. He's like he screams bloody yeah. murder because. But he still has that face on the back of his fucking head too, though. He does. He does. 
really fucking cool. Yeah, that's uh, a cool character. Someone needs to make a figure of that. A, ma- a mask, dude. Or a mask, yeah, a mask could be fucking Studios tight. need to make some fucking... Get Marie, on it. Maurice, Snick, and boy, man, make those fucking masks. Make dog. it happen. Make it happen. They're probably not ever going to listen to this. If but you make do, it happen, make it the fuck happen. Do. Somebody listening, tell them, make it happen. Make it fucking Bug happen. Bug them. Bug them. Now, Maurice and co. go back to fight them, right? Because Maurice knows that fucking he doesn't like Boy and Snick anyways and that they need to go because they're trying to run. They're trying to make it evil. Yeah. Right? So they end up killing uh, Snick. Oh, they end up killing Boy and then Maurice fucking flamethrowers Snick. Yeah. Hey, bud. Need a light, bud? Need a light, bud? <laughs> he fucking burns him. And at that point, it's a race of time for them to get them back. Yeah, cue a run-around montage. Run-around montage of them trying to get back uh, above so they don't turn into monsters, right? So they have to run into different time zones. So they end up, um, I forget what, they're on the East Coast, right? Yeah, they end up in California. They end up in California, right? They come up through through a bum's bed (laughs) on the fucking... (laughs) On the beach. On the beach. And this is such an emotional, sad fucking scene. There's no fucking need... For the fucking song that they fucking play yeah. to make it this sad, um, they play this super sad song, and Maurice and, and 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 Brian have this fucking real touching moment, and he gives him his fucking jacket, and it's so sad. I want to cry talking about it. Yeah, that that's fucking a, t- a tearjerker for sure. Yeah, and the song at the end is just so fucking sad, and it, 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 it uh, yeah, man, the, the, this is the such. I mean, the movie doesn't end on a fucking particularly sad note, but it it. it I mean, they make it out of there, you know, that's good. But it's still sad also. Overall, Little Monsters is, as we said with the previous two films we talked about, these are all three quintessential viewing for October. Absolutely. Even if you don't have little ones, fucking, they're all quintessential. Throw them on, enjoy. Enjoy. Have a good time. Uh, I say this all the time, guys. Grab yourself some good drinks. This guy likes beverages. I like beverages, dog. I'm a beverage guy. I'm I'm a beverage guy of the alcoholic variety. (laughs) Grab yourself a good beer, a good fucking hard liquor. Grab yourself a soda, a water, whatever the fuck you want. Grab some pop. Grab some pop, guys. Uh, Grab yourself a a za. Yeah. Love za. Love za. And and, and fucking, I I recommend these three films as a a triple feature, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. That's a fucking solid-ass night right there. That's a a solid night worth of, of, of great... And wholesome entertainment and you're gonna have a good time the entire time thank you guys so much for tuning in uh to, the, to this week's episode um it's our like i said it's it's the it's fucking october guys first episode Woo-hoo! of october it's october we're definitely gonna do some uh some deep dives onto some certain franchises specifically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the halloween franchise we're gonna have an episode of that coming up for you guys it's uh it's it's our uh it's our birthday birthday month, month. So, wish so, us some fucking happy birthdays october 3rd these guys the big three two coming at you the twins are one year older. And don't you fucking say it again because I am already out of the muck. Because we <laughs> talked about those three films and I love them all. So don't you bring up any neg- negativity again, all right? Woo! Thank you. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And uh, we look forward to talking for you guys next week. Yes. Have a good one, guys. Woo!